reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Welcome once again to the Doom Patrol podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me as always is Murray Fox. And this week we're going to look at Doom Patrol number two by John Byrne and Doug Hazelwood. September 04. September 04. They're still beating on the vampires. (laughs) Yes, well, I'm sure they'll get over that. Totally. Totally. Uh, let's see. We got so we got the cover. Lots of nice John Byrne rubble. Yes, <laughs> he does rubble well. Him and Perez are the masters <laughs> of rubble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got a broken down building. Call them. They will illustrate it really well. Yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we got the uh, the Doom Patrol, and they're surrounded by the metahuman vampire dudes. Right. It's pretty uh, standard fight cover. Yes. All the important players are there. So we uh, open, and uh, three it's three years ago, I guess. Right. And, uh, the chief is talking to. Larry Trainer, Right. Larry is at not yet at this point radioactive, I guess. No, he's just a pilot. That's right. This is no grandstanding. That's $4 billion worth of ship you'll be flying. Just a quick trip <laughs> around the sun and back, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was at most of the briefings, remember? Uh, most. Yeah. So he's uh, preparing to launch the Sun Runner. So he's got a big plane, and he's going to shoot the little plane at the bottom, and that's going to that's going to zap him around. So seventeen minutes apparently to zoop his way around the sun. Huh? That's pretty quick. You know, kidding, eh? So he's getting ready to go to atmosphere. And uh, he comes upon this sort of weird black hole time tunnel looking kind of thing. Yeah, it's a cool visual. And then all of a sudden, uh, there's something, and he screams. And we cut to 79 hours later. They haven't heard anything from him. It's like he dropped right out of the universe. Exactly. Ooh, but we get to meet Rita. And Rita's there, yep, and she's working for his uh, sort of base, uh, what do they call that, mission control? Yeah, yeah. They're getting a reading like the Sunrunner. It's nowhere near where she should be. Should be. In fact, she's right on top of us. <laughs> and doesn't look to be coming in gently. He fell out of hyperspace above the far side of the moon. He hit autopilot before he lost consciousness. Blowing circuits all the way home. 
that she tells him to eject. Because even if they don't survive the crash, he has to. That's right. For some reason. Uh-huh. It's vital. So he's decided he's going to try and uh, steer the ship out of the way or whatever. But she's like, we lost telemetry when you dropped into hyperspace. If you die, there'll be no record of what happened on your mission. So he ejects Larry remotely. And Larry's like, <laughs> no! He's being ejected whether he wants to or not. And Larry's like, I gotta help those people. I gotta help those people. And suddenly, the electric uh, skeleton negative man comes out. And uh, scoots the ship out of the way and steers it just enough so it doesn't hit the base. Huzzah! Excellent. Everybody is safe. And Larry falls out of his uh, chair, the uh, eject pod chair. He can barely stand up until the native man zips back into him. But now he's all glowy and uh, <laughs> he looks kind of skeleton-y. Yes. Looks like he's painted up for uh, Dios de la Muerte. <laughs> right on. So five hours later, uh, Marina is lucky that she stepped back when he told her to because uh, he's she, intensely radioactive. Mm-hmm. She could have been radioactivized too. Mm. So the chief says, we've got to find a way to contain this deadly energy. Mm-hmm. So we cut to the modern day. Uh, Rita's smashing through a wall giant-sized. Again. Again. <laughs> And there's Nudge and is it Hope or Faith? I can never remember. Uh, I think it is Faith. I think. Nudge, Faith, and uh, the monkey dude. Yeah. <laughs> right and on. The vampire dude with the big guns for hands. Shooting them up. Uh, Faith flies up and tries to... Uh, do whatever she does. What, what does she do? Telekinetics, I guess? I think so. I think she's like a telekinetic. Super brain chick. power. Yep. So, uh, Robot Man is fighting this big, I don't know, big metal dude. Yeah. <laughs> Your basic metal strong guy kind of guy. Yeah, they don't need to be too uh, too careful. They had names. I don't remember what they. Yeah, are. it's not really important. We are never going to see them again. So, Nudge uh, sees that their vet finds out that they're vampires. So she says, "Vortex, do you think you could?" And she's on way ahead of you. So he does his little uh, <laughs> vomiting lasers thing. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of a cool thing, though. Oh, so he knocks open, punches a hole in the wall so the sun can come in. Yeah. And the bad guys are like, oh, the sun, nowhere to hide from its poisonous rays. Ah. Wow. Ah, yes. The classic punching a hole through the ceiling when dawn is approached. I guess. Vampires don't realize. Buffy used that at least once. That's all you need to do it. Roadman's like, anybody want to punch them while they're down, basically? (laughs) Oh, but no. The sun is not destroying them. 
they, uh, because of their, their human host bodies, they are no longer susceptible to sunlight. Ah, they spoke too soon. Yeah. And so shooty hand starts shooting his hands and stretchy, chicky <laughs> starts stretching. And the big strong guy punches Robot Man. Because that's what he does. That's right. Uh, somewhere in the Antarctic, there's a research facility. Uh, the wellhead alarm is going off. Whoop, 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 whoop. Right on. Whatever that means. Nothing good. Is there a breach? No, everything's secure. The pressure inside the wellhead just went up 14 PSI. How is that possible? Dave says it's not. Unless something is pushing up from below. Boom, boom, boom. Everything seems working fine, but oh no, the seal is breaking. There's green gook coming out. Ah! <laughs> That's never good. So I, I would imagine we'll pick up on that later on. Yes. <laughs> That's an interlude of sorts. Setting up for the next story once they're done beating up these lame-ass vampires. That's right. Modern readers, this is what's known as a subplot. That's right. <laughs> it used to be included in your comic for free. So this dude, what's his name? Oh, yeah, he's the little uh, punk vampire king or something. He's, yeah, Crucifer's little uh, wiener. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. The guy, the wormhole guy. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, he's like, oh, this isn't good. So, uh, he's like, these vampires are supposed to be the meanest ones around, and the Doom Patrol is holding their own. So, he promised me wealth and power. But I don't think he's going to manage it, because everybody keeps kicking our asses. <laughs> <laughs> he's full-on flashback Get the recap of the JLA story. Yes. What's and happened? four panels. Yep. <laughs> Six it's issues, like, four panels. There you uh, go. <laughs> and not nearly as tedious this way. No. So he's thinking it's time to get himself into uh, somewhere else. Get yeah. the heck out of Dodge. Right on. Uh, Rita's complaining because she keeps snagging her arms in the shreds of her jumpsuit. <laughs> Mirage owes me a new one, which I think I'll take out of this hide. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the negative energy being is sort of throttling the rubbery snake girl. And uh, Vortex is laser vomiting on the <laughs> hand vomit. It's all sort of blasty, blasty. It's very pukey, yeah. <laughs> uh, the chief calls over Nudge and Faith. We figured out how to defeat the vampires. The precise combination of your powers should do the trick. Listen very carefully. The chief's got this uh, mesh exoskeleton thing going on. Yeah, and it's all over his hand. And... Whatever accident put him in the wheelchair apparently totally did him up. Yeah, yeah, it looks. It so looks he's like... got to wear this sort of exoskeleton to move his hands and stuff too, I guess. Although you think if he could invent that, then he could invent mesh to keep him walking. Yeah, I'm sure. I can't remember. Do we see that? Maybe. Uh, I don't know either. So anyway, the chief fills them in, fills them in on his plan. Uh, they're like, Are we, is this going to work? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's find out. So they hold hands. Oh, the power of lesbianism. <laughs> 
power of lesbianism compels you. <laughs> That's totally there. <laughs> yeah. So I guess by combining their powers, they're somehow able to shunt the vampires from the super bad guys' bodies. Right. Nudge, maybe, I don't know, nudges them out with... She, like, stuns them and psychic stuff pushes them out. Yeah. It doesn't really need an explanation. It's just... Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just two head chicks and pushy power. So, yeah, they blast the vampires out of the bodies. Of course, now that the hole is in the ceiling, the sun comes in and burns them up. Yeah. It's crispy time, (laughs) and they're done. They're toast. So now Wormhole Guy's like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, this is not working. He tries to sneak away while everyone's distracted, but uh, the negative energy man notices and goes after him. Now, this guy, he does wormholes. Why didn't he just open a wormhole and zoop? And zoop away, yeah, yeah. He's tired or something. Uh, So we get to get the play-by-play by by Larry's host body, like Larry. Yeah. As the uh, native man is, is chasing down this vampire dude. He's... So this is kind of cool. He's like, he's running down a dead end. No, wait, he's opening one of his portals. (laughs) That won't do you any good, punk. So I guess when he's talking as Native Man, he also talks as Larry. Yeah, one voice, two bodies. Uh Which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going through after him. So he uh, goes through after him. Oh, there's the Justice League. And then all of a sudden, ah, ah. Larry's uh, negative energy being passes through the portal, severing the link to Larry, and now Larry is... He's having a rough go. Conscious. Uh-huh. And he will die if it's not reestablished within 60 seconds. <laughs> so we're on a chief, so they grab Larry and they, they haul him down the hallway, trying to find out where the portal is. The portal's still active for some reason. Oh, I see. So that's why he didn't do that, because they stay open whether he wants them to or not. Oh, got it. Half an hour. Yes. So, uh... Robot Man and Larry go through with Rita, and there's the Justice League trying to shoot the negative energy being, because he's all gone haywire since Larry's not around. Ooh, no control. Yeah. Well, you know... The native energy being has a history of sort of going loco when it's <laughs> set, set free to its own devices. That's right. So Larry's trying to get it under control again. He feels the link reforming, and he sucks it back into itself. Right on. All right, it's okay. It's all That's good. right. Batman's happy. Manhunter's happy. Green Lantern's happy. Yeah. Larry's like, native man attacked you? Yes, he became suddenly wild, as though all human intellect had been stripped away, leaving only a frightened beast. So, that's good. That's good to know, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess everything's fine. Uh, Batman's got the little wormhole guy. He's like, all right, you, come on outside. For a second. Oh, yeah. This is pretty fun. The little street punk 
manages to judo flip Batman. Uh huh. And Batman is totally surprised by this. <laughs> this would never happen today, folks. No, I'm surprised it happened in this. <laughs> he would go to he would go to do that, and suddenly he would realize that his hand was no longer attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman saw it coming. Ah, uh, uh, I see. So it turns out that this guy is actually a vampire as well. Interesting. Oh, that explains his unexpected strength, says Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you know? How are you smarter than me, is what he's really saying. And that is a good question. Because <laughs> really, Batman should have figured that kind of thing out. Yes. Seven issues ago, when they met. <laughs> this is when he was bragging it to us about how big a help he'd been to Crucifer. He sounded like he was talking about a lot more years than he looked like he'd lived. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excellent deductive reasoning, says uh, Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yes. It's almost like you're a detective. Yes. But, except you're not. <laughs> no, and we well, have the eyes. Eyes. <laughs> That's right. The world's greatest, apparently. Yeah, not as great as he would like you to believe. That's right. Uh, Robert, or, uh, Native Man is... Uh, apologizing to John for zapping him with the negative being. He's like, I don't know how it works yet. We're still trying to figure it out. He's like, it's okay. It's cool. <laughs> we'll get on that. No worries. Yeah. They're like, be sure to lock the door behind us, boys. Hmm. Yeah, Batman's not happy. He's never happy. Very true. So one hour later, Batman's lawyers have uh, locked up the building. He owns it, so now they can just destroy it. <laughs> there you go millionaire that, man that's right he buys houses just to destroy them and watch <laughs> so Green Lantern does the uh, super demolition job sucks it into a pile of rubble he's right like there that should plug any portals in the building <laughs> <laughs> and that gentleman may be the most satisfying 12 million dollars I've ever spent that house was worth 12 million dollars really Ridiculous. Must be the land. I guess. He must be on, on top of a gold mine. <laughs> exactly. And now Bruce Wayne. An Indian burial ground. That's right. A gold Indian burial ground. Yeah. They only bury gold Indians. <laughs> oh, two days later, back at the prison, whatever it's called. Yeah. Back yeah. home. Florida prison. Gorda Blorda. Yeah, Gorda Blorda. Key Mordaz, I think. Key Mordaz. That's what it is. <laughs> she's like, hey, good job, everybody. I'm especially impressed with Nudge, Vortex, and uh, Grunt. You melded with the team very well. And she's, she's doing a piggyback on Grunt. Yeah, yeah. You hear that? We did good. <laughs> but you could have done better. There's the chief we know. You dick. (laughs) So uh, he's assigned Faith the task of helping Nudge practice her powers, like school. (laughs) She was less than impressed. Yes. Listen, time for R&R. There's nothing urgent on our agenda. And Rita, before you leave... Apparently you and the others chose not to tell Nudge that I deliberately placed her in harm's way in order to lure Christopher into revealing himself. 
She's like, no, she needs to learn to trust you. She's going to be part of the Doom Patrol. <laughs> Famous last words. Right on. <laughs> yeah, that worked out real well for her. <laughs> and she's like, after all, it's not something you were ever going to do again. Right? Right? That's right. No, never. She would get us in danger for no apparent reason, would he? No. No? He's yeah. totally learned his lesson. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will never come up again. No. Until the next time. <laughs> exactly. Yes, the vampires have been defeated eight issues later. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's like that uh, one, of, one of those internet memes where you have... Um, <laughs> The vampires from Twilight, and you have all like Blade coming after him, or Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or I, the latest one I saw was Abe Lincoln Vampire Killer. <laughs> yeah, he I saw that. Chasing him through the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so those dudes would have taken care of it in like one issue tops, but that yes. maybe four, I guess. If it was a major baddie. If he was like the big bad of the season, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. But Crucifer was a pretty lame big bad, I have to say. Yes. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that. That is how the Doom Patrol got brought back. There are some cool things coming up in this series, so let's, you know, we don't want to get uh, too down on it yet. But, you know, vampire, lame-ass vampires is a pretty shaky start for any, yes. any super team, I think. Totally. Vampires, yeah. I think that's the sort of thing that, uh, like, a single hero yes. can find a bunch of vampires, and that's, that's you know, a, a decent... Fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you get, you know, as many characters as the Doom Patrol has, or the, or the JLA especially, <laughs> yeah. how do vampires even fight that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. there you go. Well, there you go. Well, to his credit, Byrne made them super vampires for a couple of issues. So. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> you got to do that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, well. On to bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Bigger and better. Ah, yeah. Yes. All righty. We have got... I have to say that one, I guess. What? Yeah, we've got mail. <gasps> we got mail. Seriously. woo <laughs> It's kind of old. <laughs> I get this bad habit of, you know, checking and then forgetting to check. Oh. So, like in... We're going to say April. <laughs> Maybe the end of April. <laughs> anyway, we got a little note from... Doug, who runs the, oh, what's his website? The My Greatest Adventure blog spot. Ah, so we've got, yeah, 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 we've got a link to it on our site. But he sends us a little note saying, I've been meaning to drop you a line forever. Well, that's good because we've been meaning to check Answer our mail forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I just haven't done it. I'm the Doom Patrol fan responsible for the My Greatest Adventure 80 blog spot. Yes, it is sorely, neg- sorely neglected. Kind of like your letter. <laughs> but I drive from time to time. Anyway, I've been catching up on the podcast, and I wanted to thank you for continuing to hold on to the DP fever. He just finished listening to episode 86 a couple months ago. And we mentioned Danny the Street in Teen Titans, and uh, he was just double-checking that we, there aren't any other Doom Patrollers in the current DCU. So we know we've got Robot Man, and we've got Danny the Street, and now Beast Boy... And I think that's it. I don't think we've seen anyone else. Other than maybe the chief guy. I don't think he was called the chief, though, in the in the uh, Robot Man story. Yeah, not yet. But if... And the, uh, I guess the Rouge character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, the Brotherhood has kind of shown up, but not with not with the brain and not with Monsieur. Well, no, I mean uh, in the Robot Oh, yeah, yeah, Maddie Rouge, yes. Maddie Rouge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how she fits in yet, but uh, well, um, hopefully we'll be getting more. They'll get there, totally. I think the, the Robot Man uh, story was fairly well received, so. I hope so. Well, it must, yeah. It's nice if Matt Kidd could get some more Robot Man action going on. Totally. Throw them into, what's his book? Frankenstein. Uh-huh. Well, I, I know for a fact that uh, Jeff Lemire is a huge Doom Patrol fan as well. Oh. So, I mean, he would love to, I, I'm pretty sure he would love to get his hands on writing them for a bit. There you go. So, I think there's a good chance. Yeah, yeah, Have them pop up in Frankenstein. Have one oh, or totally. two make an appearance in Animal Man for a story, and then... Sure, yeah. And then bring them back to their own book. For the fourth wave, or the fifth wave, or whatever wave, yeah, <laughs> whatever wave we get to, if we're yes. Anyway, yeah, so his are we done? Yeah, his? no. He just says uh, he thinks we're going to continue looking at the Morrison stuff, and we are. But he wasn't sure what we were going to do afterwards because he was considering reviewing uh, one of the series for his blog. Uh, he was leaning towards the Arcudi run, which is fine because we didn't get there yet. Ooh, I mean, it would be fine anyway, because cause there's lots of room for DP talk on the internet. <laughs> yes, the more there is, the uh, more people will notice. Totally, totally, totally. So yeah, his uh, website is mygreatestadventure80.blogspot.ca. Yes. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, as he says, it's uh, somewhat neglected since there's not a lot of Doom Patrol action going on. But he does touch on uh, Beast Boy and Young Justice, things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It is a cool uh, thing. Anytime he comes across something, he, he puts it up there. Right on. Yes, and then we got a couple of responses to our first issue of the Burn. Ooh. Burn, yeah. Peebs, Peeble Fista. <laughs> Peeble Fista, the Peebmeister. Yes. Yeah. He came on and he says, Has it only been eight years? It seems like the ill-advised burn period was a lifetime ago. Even though I sat down to reread the whole thing before I wrote a summary on it for my own blog at the end of 2009. I've taken baby steps to update my topic labels to access some of these posts more quickly, but if you guys don't object, I'd like to offer a link to the burn post. So he does. And I'm not going to read it because it's a lot Without of Without even stuff. asking if we object. I know. <laughs> if you decide... Oh, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we totally don't. If you decide to check it out, scroll down to the paragraph that begins, another paragraph, another decade, and you'll find a quote from Byrne explaining how the reboot came about. In a nutshell, the idea of doing a reboot instead of a revival was DC's, not Byrne's. His way of doing it was just the one that they went with. The reason the JLA story seemed much longer than it needed to be was that Mike Carlin suggested that Byrne integrate his DP proposal into an existing outline for a JLA story. Thus, the subplot with the Atom became longer to involve Rita, etc. It's really two stories spread out over eight comics. Ah. Gotcha. I also don't buy that for a minute, though. <laughs> John Byrne loves himself some reboot. But if you can force the blame off on somebody else, then... Yeah, yeah. We'll have to... Uh, yeah, we'll have to check out... Uh, See if there are interviews at the time with DC. I mean, because I'm sure Byrne was doing interviews, but... Well, I mean, at the end of the issue, the first issue there, there's a sort of a column... Yeah, yeah. ...talking about how it came about, and that's basically what he says. Yes. That yes. they were looking at uh, rebooting it anyway. I'm like, oh, really? 
Uh huh. And then we it's, get a comment. It's, oh, it's this editorial thing where they think that if uh, you know a character has too much history, it's going to bog down the experience for new readers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you know, as as far as I know, for me anyway, the whole history of it was part of the reason you get excited, you get exactly. interested, because there's so much more stuff you can delve into without having to wait a month for the next issue. Right on. You can look it up. You can dig through the yeah. back issue bins. There's, t- yeah, there's tons of stuff to learn. Whereas, now mind you, again, we also came up in the era of you know comic shops and then comics in dollar or spinner racks and stuff like that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Where comics were more easily accessible by those who didn't necessarily know about the the, the genre or whatever. Right. The media, I guess it is. I suppose. I, I think, you know, having, having knowing that there's stuff that happened before is often a, a good, you know, push to check it out. Uh-huh. It me, may create interest more yeah, than it... Uh, it does for me, too. From it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, and we get a final comment from a Doug. Doug says, glad to hear you guys hit the Doom, Doom Patrol reboot. I wonder how Burns' Doom Patrol would have been received if it had been slotted in as one of the new 52 last September. He says it's not his favorite of the DP runs. He doesn't think he made it past issue four. But he did go back and get the lot. So he's looking forward to hearing our thoughts on the entire thing. I wonder if that's the same, Doug. Oh. Oh. My guess would be yes. I mean, how many Dougs can there possibly be listening to us at this point? <laughs> Maybe. So yeah, Very check true. out my greatest adventure eighty Yes, and Peebs has a blog too, which is he's the LGC Doom Patrol link Doom on Patrol. our yeah. yeah on our thing on our website. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen the Doom Patrol as part of the new Fifty Two, but I guess they're waiting. They're waiting. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. They just got off of a Doom Patrol reboot too, so yeah, it wasn't. It hasn't been that long, so yeah, I guess let it. Let, give a give a year or so for give a year. Great bucks to have to be re, redone and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Alrighty, so if you feel like adding to the comments, you can head over to our website, which is doompodtroll.com. Or if you want to send us an email, which we will probably read eventually. <laughs> That's not really selling it. We really should make an effort to check it more often. Totally. Oh. Alrighty. It is also doompodtroll at gmail.com. And I vow that we will check it before each episode. Totally. Totally. From here on in. So. <laughs> right on. Right, and don't think that we're ignoring you. No. Sorry, Doug. Sorry it took so long. All right. We will catch you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.